0: On today's episode, we end Thanksgiving by spying on our neighbors. We watch the burbs. Hello, welcome to the Flixology Podcast, a podcast that looks at all forms of media, rather be movies, television, music, and if we feel fancy sometimes, literature. I'm your host, John, and as always, I'm joined by my not looking at the window and peeping on the neighbor's wife, April. April, how are you?
1: (laughs) That was a strange intro.
0: I'm trying to tie it in with the movie.
1: I got right Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I mean, I can't say we have a body in the backyard or in the. Although furnace. I do
1: spy on the neighbors, sometimes. I don't. I
0: don't know if you should admit that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if any of our neighbors listen to us, so that might help. But I don't know. That's my personal opinion. Anyway, we watched 1989's Bl- American, and this was a black comedy, believe it or not, called The Burbs, directed by Joe Dante, written by Dana Olsen, starring. Tom Hanks, Bruce Stern, Carrie Fisher, Rick Ducommun—I believe that's how you pronounce his name—Corey Feldman, um, Henry Gibson, and believe it or not, and you and I miss this. Rance Howard is in this. Do you know who Rance Howard is? Mm. If you don't, it's remind me. He's the father of Ron Howard. Like happy days, Ron Howard. Um, oh, see,
1: I never watched that show.
0: Andy Griffin, Opie.
1: Oh, okay. He's
0: that. He's that dude's dad. And Ron Howard's now like an amazing filmmaker, which is funny because he directed your all-time favorite Christmas classic. What? The Grinch, the Jim Carrey Grinch. He directed no that. Yeah, he even directed Apollo 13. Like he did a lot. Of, he's done a lot of movies. He hasn't done acting since Happy Days.
1: He was a detective in this,
0: though, right? Yeah. Like here, I'll show you his photo. Does, does it kind
1: oh, of, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, basically, this movie, it it pokes fun at, like, suburbia and the crazy people that live in it, but basically Tom Hanks has a neighbor, and they're doing crazy stuff, and him, um, Rick Dukommen, and Bruce Stern are trying to figure out what's going on at night when Basically.
1: Yeah, because one of their neighbors went missing, and they swear up and down that they saw them well, even be- digging be- graves in the backyard, well, and even find be- a bone later.
0: Well, even before he went missing, they thought that they were strange.
1: Well, because they never come out, you know.
0: I wonder if people thought that way about us when we lived in our old house.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. We
0: only left to like go grocery shopping and work.
1: We've been uh, in the suburb life before, and it is... This it a, really is kind of like I this. Really, I really um, hate to say This is like to the extremes, of course. But I will say I recognize a lot of the characters in our old neighborhood in this film. I
0: mean... Uh. I mean, basically, yeah. Like, I, I identified a lot of this with our with the people that we used to live. But I'm not saying any of them hit a body or one of them. No,
1: was... No, no. I just meant, yeah. like the well, personalities. Like, yeah. You know. well, I was
0: gonna say we didn't have like a World War II vet. I mean, not World War II, a Vietnam vet as a neighbor. But you know, we had some like eccentric neighbors.
1: Yeah, some personality there.
0: Um. So yeah. So basically, this movie is basically again Tom Hanks and his two other neighbors, um, uh, trying to find out what they did um
1: it was interesting seeing this movie because like with tom hanks because like yeah i feel like i've seen his more serious roles and his comedy roles but this was like a dark comedy this is i don't know if i've ever seen him in anything like this before plus it was like early tom hanks yeah
0: this was 89
1: yeah so it's like it was, like, it he, was just a different vibe like, but it was just classic tom hanks so i'm like i'm glad we watched it um so this
0: was his 12th movie that he acted in, I'm and I'm looking through his filmography right now. Yeah. So guess what? It came out before this, Big, which yeah. I think made him a thing. And if y'all hear a little what sounds like Velcro or something, it's our puppy playing with her. Um, her new bed. Yeah. Um, Dragnet the movie. Did you ever? Did you ever watch Dragnet like the old classic show with me?
1: Like I saw it when I was a kid, but did you
0: see? Did you ever see the movie?
1: I just don't remember it. Like I know the name, I know I've probably seen it, but I don't remember it.
0: Um, honestly, it's him and Dan Aykroyd, and Dan Aykroyd's like the straight man, and Tom Hanks is the rookie. That's really what you need to know about that movie. And now, co- see,
1: I love Dan Aykroyd. See, I'm the, I'm not a huge Dan Aykroyd film, but he's fine. He was the dad in My Girl, right?
0: Really, you're gonna go off that one performance?
1: <laughs> Well, I've seen him in other things, too.
0: Yes, but he was the dad. He was also... Um, oh, gosh. What else? Ghostbusters. He was in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. That's what I'm thinking. Twilight Zone, the movie, which... Have you seen that?
1: Um, No. We
0: might do that one day. Just because it's kind of out there. Okay. He was in Caddyshack 2, but that's not saying anything. Honestly, he was in Casper.
1: Yeah, Tommy Boy.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot he was in Tommy Boy. Dude,
1: I love Tommy Boy. I was a huge oh, Chris Farley Lord. fan. When I was he a kid. was in Ants. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, it was yeah. I loved Ants.
0: Uh, oh, you, really? You yeah. know that's a Woody Allen movie.
1: I mean, a Bug's Life is better than Ants, but I'm just saying.
0: Did you, you know, you told me that you never saw a Woody Allen movie, and technically, you have. You saw Ants.
1: Yeah, but I didn't know it was a Woody Allen movie. Woody
0: Allen played the main character. That's why his voice. And was that was like a that. long
1: time ago. I've since then seen Woody Allen. You no. know
0: what? You know what Dan Aykroyd's doing now? <laughs> what? Making crystal skull vodka. Oh yeah. Have you seen? Have you ever been like in a liquor store and like, you know, in North Carolina we have like stores where they just sell liquor. Like you can't go to like a grocery store and find it. There's literally like a human bottle skull. And it's his brand, and it's just filled with vodka. But I watched him. Wow, tr- I
1: didn't know he had his own vodka brand.
0: I want to show you what this looks like. Um, like that's what it looks like.
1: Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, and they're like
0: forty and the fifty to ninety dollars. Like that's crazy. But it's like we use diamonds to distill this vodka, and oh my like, god, it's just so out there. And apparently, it's also because he's a. <laughs> Huge person in paranormal belief.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Like I don't know. I feel like I'm going way too much into Dan Aykroyd, but well, I, mean, I mean he was in
1: Ghostbusters, so that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but I mean he was also in The Great Outdoors with John Candy. I don't know. I, I it's no disrespect to him, but I kind of feel like he's just, you know, <laughs> a little bit. But what do I know? Um, I had no idea. Oh wait. I had no idea Tom Hanks was in the movie Cars. Yep. You didn't know that either.
1: I knew that. I thought you never saw Cars. I don't like Cars, but Uh, I have a nephew that was obsessed with Cars. I've definitely seen Cars.
0: I mean, I love love Cars. I can't say anything. I don't like it for like the... I don't know why I like it. I, I like it for weird reasons.
1: I I mean, it was, it was, it was inventive. I think I just like oversaw it because I had a nephew obsessed with it. That's fair. Um, and I don't know. It just wasn't my cup of tea. Like, I don't know.
0: Um, so back to this movie and I'm sorry, we went on a way long tangent there. Um, so yeah, so basically Tom (laughs) Hanks has a new neighbor and one of their other neighbors goes missing. He finds his dog and they think the new neighbors have something to do with it. Um, and then he gets this other two people, but then you have like the instigator art played by Rick Dukommen. Mm-hmm. Dude, I hated art so much art. I want to say this since we're on this Dan Aykroyd kick, I feel like arts character was built, was made for Dan Aykroyd and Dan Aykroyd said no to this movie. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I, I mean, think about it. Like, Dan Aykroyd and his mannerisms, like his comedy mannerisms.
1: I don't know. That guy totally reminded me of, like, all of these guys really, like, totally reminded me of King of the Hill. for Like, if oh, I going to yeah. tell the truth, like, I feel like, you know, Tom Hanks was Hank. Mm-hmm. And then that, you know, the art character, he was like, you know, Bill, um, the fat guy who's, like, always, you know, just kind of running around eating people's food and being nosy and stuff. Then you had Boonhauser, um...
0: Played by Bruce Dern. I love... No, not like,
1: Bruce Dern. The who's kid, Bo- who's always with the ladies, you know, watching everything oh, go Corey down. Oh, Fel- we yeah, forgot. Corey did I say
0: Corey Feldman's name earlier? Yeah, you
1: did, but we didn't Dude, talk about him Dude, Corey yet.
0: Feldman was having the time of his life He was just, like, sitting movie. on the
1: porch watching all the action of these other three guys go down. And you know um, Carrie Fisher is who we did not mention yet.
0: No, I, I know I said her name. Carrie
1: Fisher mm-hmm. was the wife to Tom Hanks's character, and it was just like so beautiful to see her again. Like, I just miss her so much. I mean, R-I-Z. she's she's
0: always, always going to be Princess Leia to me, like always. Um,
1: and it just—I don't know—it just blew my mind seeing her. And like,
0: well, you know, I think this, and <coughs> obviously everyone knows her for Star Wars because it's Star Wars. And this in Blues Brothers comes to my mind when I think of Carrie Fisher. Because um, she played, like, the ex girlfriend, I think, of John Belushi's character in that movie. And, oh, and she did a cameo in Scream 3. Yeah. That was a terrible
1: movie. Oh,
0: and she's in When Harry Met Sally. This is, like, one of our favorite movies.
1: Yeah, she was the friend.
0: Yeah, I keep forgetting that.
1: I love that movie. And I feel like when was when harry met sally when did she do that role like uh, what year Cause she had like the same hair i swear
0: 89 so yeah this is yeah, the same year same year, same she year. Had, like the
1: same hair yeah she was
0: in drop dead fred
1: yep also the friend in that one
0: i have never seen that movie i hear you i know you love that movie
1: i only love that movie because nostalgia it's a horrible movie um but we you can't say me and my brothers and sisters used to love that movie as a kid time
0: out you can't talk about nostalgia (laughs) you made me watch one of the worst movies i have ever seen recently what dead man on campus
1: Okay, that movie's awesome. No,
0: that movie is terrible. They're all trying to get someone to kill themselves. Yeah, that's a brilliant movie.
1: In concept, it is awful. It's awful because it's crude, but that vulgar humor and just how funny it is. Like, it has some of the funniest characters of that time period in it. Like, I guess. I just... I I I don't know why. I hated
0: everything about that movie.
1: That movie was hilarious when I was a kid. Um, Like...
0: So eventually they decided, like, after, like, investigating and seeing, like, weird bones being dug up by dogs, you know. And I don't know we're skipping a lot wait, of that. Wait, wait.
1: We gotta go back to, you know, King of the Hill. I was talking about oh, King right, of the Hill. Oh, right, when right, right.
0: I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Anyway, um, Boomhouse, you said, was Corey Feldman.
1: Yeah, and then the paranoid, you know, Bruce Dern character... Was- Dale, he, he was totally Dale. He was like what, you mean, talking about hold, spies hold, hold all the time. On, on. He was always in camo. He's got like rifles and tools. and He makes telestokes. a big deal when the
0: dog takes a crap on his lawn, on his yard. Like, then I'm the just saying, dogs. he was
1: totally Dale, like King of the Hill. Like, these four guys together are King of the Hill. Like,
0: you mean Rusty Shackleford? Yeah, like they are totally
1: King of the Hill. Uh, I could not stop thinking about it the whole movie. I mean,
0: I, I mean, obviously Hank was Tom Hanks.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like it just it tripped me out because I was like, whoa. Well, you know, I'm looking this at- is a suburban, you know, non-Texas neighborhood of King of the Hill.
0: So I'm I'm going back. I want to read you the director of this movie. I wanted you to read, I want you to hear what other movies he made. Okay. So, you know, like I mentioned earlier, um, the director's name is Joe Dante, and he's directed some big movies. Like, he directed the first Howling. He directed the Gremlins movies.
1: The Gremlins.
0: He directed the John Goodman 93 American comedy um, about an independent filmmaker called Matt Nay, which
1: I actually kind
0: of want to see that just because it's, you know, it looks like um, it was like a movie set in the 50s.
1: Dude, I love John Goodman.
0: I know. Um, he directed a ton of television. He directed some episodes of Police Squad, The Twilight Zone. He directed a television film called The Second Civil War, which I can only imagine what that would have been like in '97 and how it may not hold up today. Imagine that, like if that got PC'd or whatever.
1: Yeah, that'd be like weird. I'm showing you, that.
0: That's the poster.
1: That'd be freaking weird. I don't know if I want to watch that. Or not. Um,
0: yeah, like basically, you know, it's all that. But
1: MacGyver? He did MacGyver? Well, oh, he
0: did a 2016 episode of MacGyver. This, oh, okay. This, this was the revival that they released. Oh,
1: gosh, that awful TV. I thought you were talking about the movie MacGyver. No, you're thinking
0: of MacGruber.
1: No, MacGyver.
0: I like MacGruber better.
1: <laughs> Dude, they're making
0: a TV show about MacGruber. I actually might watch that. Like, we might get Apple TV just so I can watch that. And Ted Laszlo. Because everyone says I would like Ted Laszlo. Okay. Someone at work said I reminded them of Ted Laszlo, the character, because he's always positive. Whoa. I know. I was just like, thank you? <laughs> you
1: positive? I know,
0: right? Um, so, yeah. So, eventually, after time, you know, they decide to go over and meet the neighbors. Can we talk about these neighbors? Like, they're called the
1: Culpecs. Um. So, apparently, one of them's like, a doctor, and they never say where it is until the end. And he's an anthropologist. Well, yes.
0: Yeah, so he's played. The doctor is played by um, Henry Gibson. He, he's Dr. Werner Kolpeck. He unfortunately passed away in 2009. But he did. He was in a lot of things. Um, I think the three biggest things was this movie. A 1975 film called Nashville, which had a huge cast. And he played the Illinois Nazi leader in the Blues Brothers movie. Gosh. But I actually remember him for two other movies, I think. I want to say he's in one of them. I'm going to look it up because if he's not in it, I'm going to be very upset. No, he's not in it. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Um, so there was this – do you remember like how big Disney Channel original movies were like when we were growing up? Yeah. So they did a St. Paddy's movie where this kid is, like, Irish, but he's, like, turning into, like, a leprechaun
1: or something. Oh, goodness.
0: Like, his family had always been lucky. He was, like, a star basketball player, yada, yada, yada. And he plays the grandfather who has, like, a traditional American accent at the very beginning. But when, like, the drama and everything starts, it goes from, like, hello, my name is Bob. How are you doing? To ah oh, hello there, my name is Bob. I am from Ireland. Da, 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 da. That is probably the worst Irish accent I have ever done. But still, like it, it was like over dramatic. Like yeah. it was at the drop of a hat. Crazy. Like I used to think he was the villain in Halloween three, because um I know you haven't seen that movie. I don't think you've seen Halloween three with me yet. That's like the one you've been holding out for. It's the one without Michael. Oh,
1: I thought that was Halloween four.
0: No, Halloween Four is when he comes back. Halloween Three is like the one without him. Completely. Yeah, the
1: one without Michael. I think I like tried to watch it, but I just couldn't get into because because
0: there's no Michael.
1: Yeah, I need there to be a Michael.
0: Yeah, uh, wait till wait till October.
1: I know what it's about though. It's about the Halloween mask. Yeah, I feel kids.
0: yeah, but I feel like he should have been like the the person running the company that killed, that makes the masks because he would have been perfect for that. I can see that. Um, and then you have. I mean, like you have these weird—you have a guy. Well, there's who,
1: like the sun.
0: Oh that yeah, guy, like, I want to get to him.
1: Look, that guy looked just like the boyfriend off Hotel Transylvania in
0: human form. Oh no, I He's, could not get past he was it. In, he was in something else. What? He was in Children of the Corn.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: He was Malachi, like the one that went around and was like the older boy, like going around killing people.
1: Yeah, creepy. I, I, w- uh, and I feel like I need not... to re-watch Children of the Corn. it
0: years. Have you seen any of That the... movie
1: scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Did you
0: see any of its sequels?
1: Yeah, of course. I have
0: not seen a single one of those sequels. Really? I have not seen one of them. I feel like I might when we do a series review of it in, um, during in October. But I know there's like 12 or 13 of those movies Dude, now. have you ever
1: seen People Under the Stairs?
0: Yeah, I just watched it recently.
1: Ugh. Oh. That movie Wait, creeped me out I just got too. it recently. That movie creeped me out, too. It was, like, Ooh. around that same time period.
0: That you saw that in Children of the Corn? Yeah. Because they didn't... Like, Children of the Corn came like, out way before that. Like, those horror
1: movies that came out around that time period, like, were seriously scary. Well, Children of the Corn came
0: out in the 80s. That movie came out in this like, very 90s. Like, Children of the Corn was 94. I mean, 84. And... The people under the stairs.
1: I'm curious to see when that came out.
0: Oh, if I can learn how to spell stairs. Ninety-one.
1: I mean, that's not that that far away from. I mean, each it's other.
0: almost ten years.
1: When was the first one?
0: Eighty-four.
1: That's like seven years.
0: Yeah, th- it, either, add three more. It's, either um, way,
1: I discovered them all at the same time. So that's why I was thinking they then were you, made together.
0: Um and then you also But they
1: scared me like really bad when I was a kid.
0: So and then you also forgot about like the weird uncle, brother Theodore was his name. The only thing that I see that's worthwhile mentioning on his filmography was that <laughs> he played the Gollum on a TV animated movie of the Hobbit.
1: Well, and, you know, uh, his character said, like, maybe two or three lines the whole time. Get off my car! It was mainly just him, like, grinding his teeth and just, like, uh, just,
0: just looking creepy. It kinda, it
1: kinda <laughs> reminded
0: It kind of reminded me of, like, Boris Karloff without, like, the makeup, you know? Like, because Boris Karloff was Frankenstein, and he was the mummy, like, in the old black and white movies. Like, that's what I got
1: from looking at him. Dude. Um... Let's talk about that freaking dog, Marmaduke, was in this movie. Dude, <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> there were so many dogs in this movie.
1: So many There was dogs. like three or four
0: dogs. Why was there so many dogs? Like how the suburbs, bro. Yeah, but people can have a cat in the suburbs. No, like you don't, you see, the a, you you don't see the cat. You don't see the cat in the suburbs. You can have a hamster in the suburbs.
1: <laughs> you see the dogs in the suburbs.
0: I should know. We had a hamster in the suburbs where I used to live growing up. It didn't last long for reasons why I will not get into on this show. If you want to know, email me. But, um, yeah, like, and my brother, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry I brought that up. But, you know, like, I don't know. There's just so many dogs. And that Marmaduke thing was, like, two stories tall. Like, it was a huge dog. I've never seen a dog that big. But you know, I don't know. Like huge it's, dog, it's whatever. Um, you know, they get to know them, and they're like pleasant people, I guess. Like when they were,
1: they're not pleasant people. They're very like withdrawn. Yeah, but they're not killers, they're, like they thought they yeah, were. Yeah, they're not killers. Let's talk about the freaking furnace in the basement. Like but they, have yeah. got all these experiments in the basement. Before,
0: before we get to that though, I do want to mention one thing that I forgot: the garbage men. Yeah. So one of them was played by the late, great Dick Miller. Dick Miller was in a lot of things. He was actually in Gremlins. Um, Little Shop of Horrors. I have not seen that. I know I need to. I just never did. Like, he's been in a lot of things. He was in Demon Knight. He played Uncle Willie in that. Um, He was in the old Justice League animated cartoon series. He was in Small Soldiers. He was in Matinee. Um, and he was in both, I think he was in both Gremlins movies now, think of it and then he was in Night of the Creeps which you watched that with me, do you remember that? Yeah. I really liked that movie a lot, I'm glad I owned that on um, Blu-ray. He was in the original Terminator, he was the guy that gave Arnold the guns and he shot him in that gun shop Yeah, and he was in the <laughs> really bad 86 comedy horror film Chopping Mall which was like That a,
1: just sounds awful.
0: Oh, it's just killer robots <laughs> killing people. No. I want to show you the robots. <laughs> like, if I could find an image of it. This is the robot.
1: Oh my god. And there
0: was like multiple of these things. Multiple. And then the other garbage man um, was played by a man by the name of Robert Picardo. He's been in a ton of stuff. He looks uh, like a
1: Star Trek guy. He
0: was not Star Trek. He was in Voyager.
1: Okay, I was about to say.
0: Um, he was um he was the doctor. He was the holographic doctor in that show. I
1: That's how I know him.
0: Mm-hmm. Like he's been in a ton <clears throat> of other things too, though. Yeah. Like it, it's crazy because I hate I didn't mention them earlier, but Dick Miller is like known for doing like comedy and horror movies. And Robert Picardo has a very illustrious career as well. So I hate I didn't mention them a minute ago, but there's so much you can do, you know? Yeah. Um, and they were going through the garbage, and there was a scene with that. But
1: well, they okay, Let's let's go back a minute. Yeah. Why they were going through the garbage was because in the middle of the night, um the
0: son Hans, who's played by Courtney Gaines, the he comes
1: he's Malachi takes, looking dude. He takes his car out of the garage. And drives from inside the garage to the end of the driveway, which is maybe, I don't know, twenty-five feet. Yeah. <laughs> Takes a big heavy black hefty, garbage bag. Hefty
0: bag. A hefty
1: black that garbage was a bag out.
0: Hefty bag. He puts it
1: into the trash cans at the end of the driveway and then hammers and beats it into the rest of the can. What was Puts that? the lid back on it, gets back in his car and drives it back into the garage. Is that with
0: the hoe that he beat
1: it with? I think so.
0: Like it doesn't matter, but I mean,
1: I think it was a like a gardening hoe, and the the guys that are across the street just like hanging out on their porch smoking stu- stogies, you know, whatever. Stogie smoking. Stogies, smoking, like hey, hey just hey. hanging out. They're like, "What the heck is going on?" <laughs> and so the next day, is
0: when they go. Bruce out.
1: Dern like runs outside when the garbage men are there. Yeah, and they start. Going through the garbage. And, like, the whole rest of the movie, you see all this garbage out in the street just sitting there and rotting, basically, getting rained on. And, like, nobody's picking it up. <laughs> Good old suburb life.
0: Oh, you know what? There was one other thing I forgot to mention. Tom Hanks' dream.
1: Yeah, he has some, like, messed up dreams. That, that,
0: that was the only one dream where, know... I thought you there know, was two dreams. No, there was one. And it's, like... They think one of their neighbors was killed, which is why they think, you know, all this stuff with the new neighbors. And he's watching, like, The Exorcist, a cult Santanic movie prior before going to sleep. And I think there was another movie. I can't remember what it was. And, you know, he dreams like he's getting barbecued by his neighbors on, like, a giant human-sized grill.
1: That was bizarre.
0: Um, Again, Art, um, Rick Ducama, who plays Art, the neighbor... Being his normal, like annoying, did that dude was so annoying in this movie. I hated every bit of our movie. Well, I
1: like it when Tom Hanks like totally loses it on him in the uh, end. Yeah,
0: we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, so yeah, so basically they all they all went over and they're like nice people. They don't seem like murders. And um, it was around this time that Carrie Fisher, Tom Hanks's son. And Bruce Dern's wife, which we did not mention, is played by Wendy Shaw, who she plays Francine on American Dad. She does the voice for her. Yeah. And um, we also forgot to mention that Art's wife is out of town during this whole entire movie. Nobody sees his wife until the very end, and it's like a silhouette character. Yeah. Um. They all, which go-
1: makes him the perfect Bill from. Yeah. King of the Hill.
0: So basically, they all leave. And Tom Hanks and the neighbor and his like two buddies are like, all right, we're gonna break into his house because they found his other neighbor's wig in there, saying like he's been gone ever since, so they must have went back in and got the wig. So, um,
1: it wasn't even a wig, it was a toupee that looked like a rat.
0: I mean, that was a wig, that was a wig to me. Toupee, what's the difference between a wig and a toupee? It's all fake hair.
1: What well, you pay is like a little hair piece that goes in between your hair that's already there. And a wig is Just, like a full wig. Listen, I've accepted a long time ago that I'm going bald. If I
0: ever <laughs> look, look at look at our wedding photo. <laughs> Where they took the aerial shot of us getting married. You'll see a giant bald spot that looks like a freaking spotlight off my head. Yeah.
1: We're if going I, for the cul-de-sac look no, pretty soon. If I
0: ever get a toupee. You're just going
1: to shave your head.
0: If I ever succumb and get a toupee. You
1: remember the Seinfeld episode? Where George gets where a, George a toupee? George gets a toupee. That was the best. Ba- I actually didn't think he looked that bad with a toupee. I mean, I'm go-
0: I don't, no. He looked bad. <laughs>
1: i mean he looked, he looked ridiculous but i don't know i i, I felt like would he was better you, than the cul-de-sac look would you he had have going went on? out with
0: george if he you are tupa? george will <laughs> you stop saying that
1: <laughs> i am not a little
0: bald man oh my god <laughs> you will be you and i are gonna have words after this episode. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that was fun um so yeah so they break into his house and then you were getting to there uh, a little while ago. The furnace at this place. Mm-hmm. What kind... And they were doing, like, experiments with, like, the, the furnace and everything. What experiments were they doing mm-hmm. on that furnace?
1: Well, you know, it wasn't even a regular furnace. I think it was a crematorium. Like, it was a a, a crema... What do you call those things? A It was an incinerator.
0: Well, yeah, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But, um, like... How do you get something like that into a basement of this house? That house was not wide enough to get something like that. I
1: have no idea. I have no idea. And we're not going to think that logically on it. Um, No,
0: I want to have a long-term discussion. (laughs) No. (laughs) And then he's, like, doing other experiments in the house. and Honestly, I kind of want to know what experiments he was doing. Like, I know eventually we find out whatever. But, like, what was the point of it? Because they never actually got into that because they were hitting buttons and everything and it was doing noises
1: and whatnot but what was the point of it you know well i think that he was like murdering people incinerating them and then studying their bones because remember, you gotta like, have
0: you gotta be really bored to do that that's just too much work for me
1: well he was a you know anthropologist or whatever i mean they study bones you know all right <laughs>
0: I just don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, So, yeah, so basically what happened, they go in, they look at that. They start building in the basement, and then they notice, like, everyone was starting to come back. The culpex who live in the house, brought the police. His wife, Carrie Fisher, was coming back. Bruce Stern's wife was coming back. And then he hits the gas line. Yeah. and the house literally explodes
1: well he's digging looking for his friend that's missing right and then like the friend just comes you know back into the neighborhood with their with his kid i think and they're like shuffle him into the house and the other yeah. guys are like oh my gosh like you know he's here well and tom hanks just isn't stopping he's like i'm gonna i'm coming for I, you i've
0: never seen Someone so dedicated to trying to prove something. I'm to surprised everyone. he made it
1: out there alive, but yeah, you hit the gas line. You,
0: you can't kill Tom Hanks unless he's on the tell
1: house. Him. Freaking explodes!
0: <laughs> I was gonna say you cannot kill Tom Hanks unless if he's on Tell from the craft.
1: Oh my god!
0: You really need to watch that episode with me. I
1: do. It's it's kind of
0: a Black Widow story, but it's with a man and not a woman. Okay. You know, like the Black Widower, whatever. Yeah. It's like that. Um. so yeah and then the, the person that they thought they he died that they were trying to find proof of in the house actually comes back from the hospital because he was having heart palpitations yeah Um. And, that was, and then you know after like everyone's died down Tom Hanks has this ridiculous looking bandages over his left eye and his head he well looked, he
1: got exploded I mean
0: like, <laughs> I mean yeah but it looked like a makeshift pirate costume yeah it was ridiculous <laughs> I'm, uh,
1: I'm... and then that's whenever he loses it on art he was like we are the neighbors we, we are, are the, the we crazies we're the, the crazies
0: I, there is one thing i love about tom Hanks is when he like
1: yells like when he just goes off and yeah like, like this it. like this was a
0: perfect example of tom Hanks it's like going tom
1: on. we know that <laughs> you're america's stepdad just stop it we're not taking you seriously yeah, I know for real.
0: Like, I don't I don't know. Well, um, you know, he does it in um, Toy Story. Like, he goes off on
1: Tim... M- Peep, no. Tim um, Allen.
0: Well, Forky. Lightyear.
1: Buzz Lightyear.
0: Like, in the beginning, he's like, you
1: are a toy! You know? Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. I like little moments like that where you get, like, the Tom Hanks... Mad Tom Hanks yell and everything. There's a movie filled with that entirely. It's called The Money Pit. I kind of want to do that one with you later. And okay. It's basically they buy a house and they try to renovate it and it doesn't go well. That's basically the plot of the movie. That
1: sounds like something I might watch.
0: <laughs> yeah, considering we watch nothing but house hunters half the time.
1: <laughs> and cheap old houses, which is just...
0: And island hunters. All money
1: pits. First
0: Yeah, I was about to get it into it. It might
1: be cheap to purchase, but...
0: They ain't cheap in the long run, baby. (laughs) You're in for it.
1: I Uh, I gotta say, I want one of those houses still. I'm just saying.
0: So, eventually, they put Tom in the ambulance, and they're gonna go take him to the hospital, and then the doctor... No,
1: they don't put him in the ambulance. He, like, (laughs) freaks out. He picks up his own gurney, (laughs) shuffles it into the ambulance, and collapses. And I like how Carrie Fisher, she's like, uh, honey, so... I'm gonna meet you there. And he's like, okay.
0: (laughs) All right, sounds great. (laughs) And then, you know, after a while, the doctor gets in and he's like, oh, so you did find my bones. You found my skulls in my incinerator. And Tommy's is like, no, I didn't find anything. You know, and then he goes back and forth claiming that he found something. And then he pulls
1: out the needle.
0: Which, good Lord, that needle. Um, fo- fans of the show, you you don't know this about me. I am terrified of needles.
1: Terrified. To I, not I even had a begin ve- to
0: describe. I it. I, had, I, had, I have a recent be. I had a very traumatic experience. You
1: didn't like needles before that though.
0: I didn't like them before that, but I did not. I hated them more after. Now he's
1: just like I'm not looking. Not looking. like the last
0: time I got pulled for blood when I worked for uh, my last job. Yeah, I had a panic attack and they couldn't pull me. They had to prick me three times. Like that's enough. Like, I hate admitting it's that serious, and I wish I can get over it, but I can't.
1: Super fear of needles.
0: So if any of y'all send me anything that's needle paraphernalia, no, I'm kidding.
1: Nobody would do that.
0: I know. I I don't I don't know. There might be people listening that might hate my guts. I hope not. Anywho. Anyway, so basically they end up crashing the ambulance into Art's house. And or he tries
1: to murder Tom.
0: Yes, with uh, the
1: needle, he's going to inject him with something, and you know, get rid of. Apparently, him.
0: that's like, apparently, from what I understand, he was going to inject him, um, like a, it was a lethal injection. It's the kind of stuff you would give to put a dog down, from what I understood.
1: Yeah. Now the funniest thing is whenever they crash the ambulance, and then they go rolling out on the gurney together, and he's still trying and he's to stab, still him. trying to trap, like stab him. <laughs> And then they crash into the, the trunk uh, to, of the car. Yeah, his car. And, the doctor's and, uh, car. And the doctor's brother is still sitting inside like, get off my car, Corey no, no, Feldman.
0: No, that was before that.
1: I know, but I mean, he's still sitting in the car like guarding it with his well, life. Corey
0: Feldman. And
1: I wonder why, because well, in the trunk.
0: Well, I'll, before we get to that, Corey Feldman and like the later part of this movie just invites a bunch of like high school teen other kids over and they're watching this whole entire event play. They order out. like
1: a freaking van full of pizzas. Pizza? Like, I don't. Even,
0: and one dude's like, man, I gotta go. And Corey Feldman's like, no, bro, you can't go. Things are gonna be great. This is a really bad surfer voice. I just ordered pizza, bro.
1: Yeah, like the show's about to start.
0: So there's a Simpsons. Do you Have you ever seen the Simpsons episode where they do Poochie? Yeah. Do you know like the little like one side main character that's like a surfer and he's like living with them but not living with them? I think that was a playoff of Corey Feldman's character in, this, sure. mo- in this movie. I don't want to say that to be a hundred percent right, but if it is, it's not surprising. For sure. Um. Yeah. So basically, you know, he Tom Hanks is trying to make a citizens arrest, and the doctor's like,
1: yeah, like how he was like citizens, citizens arrest, arrest, citizens arrest, citizens arrest.
0: Um. <laughs> And then, you know, the doctor's just like, I don't know what this man is talking about. And then they open the trunk and it's like, how many dead skull and bones bodies? Do hundreds you- of Why would you keep that bodies? amount of human remains in your car?
1: Well, I think that they were making like a um Ugh. some type of run. Like, you know how they said <laughs> in the beginning of the movie, <laughs> they're like, we have to move a lot and we have uh, you know, not to mention they had like barbed wire Oh, electric, the electric, fence. electric fences like all the way around yeah. their property and stuff yeah, yeah. it was just creepy uh, so and, it turns out they were the bad guys after all and, and they, they were, did
0: murder the previous homeowners
1: and they did murder yeah murder the previous homeowners and stuff like that was um, crazy
0: and then you know he they the coal get arrested bruce Dern tackles um, Courtney Gant, Hans called the, the son.
1: He's like, you're not going anywhere, Hans. Dave
0: Bruce Dern in this movie
1: was He was totally he was, Dale. He was over the top. He was over the top. He was totally dale. Like,
0: remember, Bruce Dern are was in movies that off the top of my head that come to my head right now. Down Periscope, the Kelsey Grammer submarine movie, mm-hmm. The Hateful Eight, which is a Western by Tarantino, that's he's really good in that. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he's in there for a very small, short time. And then a film that I've mentioned on the show before, Nebraska.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I don't know. He was just so over the top in this movie. So it was kind of nice to see him like having a big supporting role like this. But um, he tackles him. And then we forgot to say that the co- ambulance crash into Art's house. And, oh, yeah. and they're interviewing Art and... He's trying to get. He's to, like, my
1: wife's home. Well, no,
0: he's like trying to get to Tom Hanks, and then someone says, "Hey, Art, your house is on fire, and your wife's home." And he's like, "Oh no, my wife's home."
1: <laughs> it's not like you had
0: two broads up in your house, dude.
1: You well, he did catch the house on fire. Well, you know he's.
0: I don't want to say he instigated a lot of this, but he did instigate it.
1: Oh, he definitely instigated. Like he was
0: like, "Come on, Tom, we gotta go look at the house. Come on, come on, come on, please, 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 please." I mean, I'm mean, just so annoying. And then Tom Hanks is like, uh, I, "I gotta go away. I, I gotta. I'm, let's go to the cabin." Carrie Fisher, and they walk off. And Corey Feldman's like, "Yo, what's gonna happen to the neighborhood, y'all?" It's such a really bad. Surfer
1: impression.
0: <laughs> and he's like you're in charge now and then Corey feldman without missing a beat looks into the camera and goes love this neighborhood or something along the lines of that and then we forgot to mention this so this was a universal picture so you know when they do the globe at universal movies like it's like dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun, whatever yeah so they actually do a zoom in at the very beginning of the suburbia And then they zoom out, and then it's in credits, and you see, like, the planet again and everything. I hate when Universal does that. There's another really good example of that in the movie called Waterworld. Have you seen Waterworld? Yes. Wow, I'm actually surprised. I have not seen that movie. Really? Yeah, but I know what happens. Okay. I know what it's about. Like, Kevin Costner drinks his own urine
1: uh he does (laughs) he does he does drink his own i like how that's what you pull from the movie (laughs)
0: well that and the world is surrounded by water but they did like the universal globe where it's literally just a giant blue ball with the universal sign on -hmm. the planet um but yeah you know
1: so shall we do the numbers
0: yes let's get into the numbers So, I know, we, I know we're getting ready. To, I got all my numbers and everything ready. There was one last thing I wanted to mention. So, that's Suburbia set that they filmed it in and everything. Yeah. So, um, apparently it was filmed entirely at the Universal Studios lot. I can see that. And apparently that same neighborhood was used for the reboot Leave It to Beaver series that they tried making back in the 80s. Like the classic Leave it to Beaver and everything. Yeah. I don't know. Um, He was like trying to get like a version of like Poltergeist Neighborhood and he hired a guy from Poltergeist to make it. Oh, wow. To like make it look normal as normal can be. And it's the characters that were crazy. That was my understanding of it.
1: So kind of like Desperate Housewives. Okay.
0: Yeah, I never watched an episode of that. (laughs) Actually, no. I take it's it
1: about- filmed in a like neighborhood. I watched like one
0: episode. I take it <laughs> back. I watched one, and it was so like uneventful. I did not get into it. And I'll tell you a secret. Um, that my father has like one of his best guy friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was obsessed with that show. Really? And he was married, and he's got two kids and everything. He was obsessed with that show every episode. He would watch it, never missed an episode. I mean, it does
1: get, there is a mystery and all that, you know, and it's, you do get kind of into the characters, but I don't know. I probably only got like five or six episodes in and I was like, done. No,
0: he was like a dedicated fan. I wouldn't be surprised if he had a Eva Mongoria poster. Yeah, he
1: probably had a crush. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: And if you're listening to that, (laughs) sir, I do love you and please don't hurt me later. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you want to do the, the review, Rotten Tomatoes score, or then the money? Let's do the review. Oh wait, we forgot. Would we? Would you recommend this?
1: Um, I would. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm torn. I don't. I don't know. I'm. Gonna, I, I'm. Gonna... I feel like.
0: I. You want to hear what I would give it first?
1: Me, personally, I would not watch this movie again. Okay. But I'm glad that I saw it because I do like dark comedies. And it was funny to see the, you know, cliche suburban life and, like, the characters in it. And, like, honestly, I love Tom Hanks, but I just wouldn't watch it again. Like, it's a one and done for me. So
0: this is a light recommend. A very small recommend. Tom Hanks is great in this, as always, you know. Yeah,
1: it's just like a light recommend for me.
0: Um I hate art with an undying passion.
1: If you're like, not I a hated... Tom Hanks fan, you probably would just not like this movie.
0: Yeah. But it was I see in like all the old so, well, I don't want to say like
1: It was nice seeing Carrie Fisher. It was
0: great seeing Carrie Fisher again. It was great seeing like a very young Bruce Stern. Yeah. uh, Corey Feldman as a kid, and then you know the father of Ron Howard in this movie. uh, His name is Rance Howard.
1: Yeah, I liked the movie, but it just wasn't like mind blowing or anything. It was just it was it was a laugh. It was a
0: movie. And now we own it on (laughs) Blu-ray.
1: Yeah. Well, I
0: did that for me because I actually do like this movie, and I'll get I'll recommend it to people who might be interested in it, but yeah, I'm going to give this movie a small recommend. Just, it's a
1: very particular taste. How about that?
0: Yeah, It's not Joe Dante at his finest because gremlins. Yeah. It's no gremlins. Um. Okay. So you want to do the money first, right? Review. Okay. Uh, Would you like the consensus or do you want to guess? Guess. You, you know? pick. You pick. I'll read you the consensus and then you give me your score, your okay. own personal score. And then the Rotten Tomatoes score. And Steven Sadak of We Hate Movies. I do not share the views with my wife on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> 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 um, so the consensus was the birds has an engaging premise, likable cast and Joe Dante at the helm. So the mixed up genre exercise they produce can't help feel like a disappointment. Okay. So what is your score?
1: My personal score. Let me see. I'm going to give this 54. Really? Yeah. 53. No way. Yeah,
0: you were so close.
1: No way. Um,
0: I, w- I want to read you one more review if that's okay. I'm going re- I'm going let- I'm gonna read what Roger Ebert
1: gave it. Okay. Okay.
0: Because er- I will try to read every Roger Ebert review I can because he's Roger Ebert. Yeah, Cisco um, and Ebert were the awesome. So, this is my official <clears throat> reading voice for Roger Ebert. The Burbs tried to position itself somewhere between Beetlejuice and The Twilight Zone, but it lacks the dementia of the first and the wicked intelligence of the second, and turns into a long shaggy dog story. <laughs>
1: I mean, that's kind of spot oh my, on. I, it, it, I feel like all of his stuff is like spot on. It's just, well, you know, I, even though I don't always agree with Rotten Tomatoes, hardly ever. Well, that, well, this, that one was Roger Ebert. I, I know. Yeah. I was going to say, even though I don't ever agree with Rotten Tomatoes, I always feel like RogerEbert.com holds it up for me. Well, like, this
0: was an actual quote that he wrote about the movie before he passed away. And now... Like, I know, website, I just feel like
1: we're on the same page. Whereas me and Rotten Tomatoes are never on the same page. This... Well, you
0: know what... Uh, we're on the same page. Do you know what he wrote for? What? The Chicago sometimes.
1: I mean, that makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, you Chicago. Chicago. Um. So, in regards to the money, I'm going to give you how much this movie made and how much it made... Opening weekend. Okay, was, okay. Which was February 17th through the 20th of
1: '89. Okay, let's do it.
0: So it was made on an 18 million dollar budget. 18. Okay. And it opened at number one, the number one movie that weekend with 11,001. I'm oh, sorry, 11 million 101,000 197. How much do you think it made total box office?
1: It made 11 million that opening weekend.
0: Opening weekend alone.
1: And so, total box office, I'm guessing? Mm hmm. Um. 46 million.
0: 46? Are you sure?
1: Yeah.
0: Hold on. Is that your
1: final answer? That's my final answer. That's your final answer! That's my final answer. I'm
0: Regis Philbin. This is a really bad impression. Uh, 49.1 million dollars. So you were very close.
1: I feel like... You're getting better. I am getting better.
0: You've been on a roll. I think it was the last one we <laughs> kind of hit a curve. Uh, I know things have been crazy on our end with the holidays and everything. That's why we're releasing this kind of late. But, you know.
1: Well, you know, the only reason I think it made so much money the opening weekend is because he did Big before this movie. And Big was a huge... Tom Hanks movie. I feel like everybody saw that movie. I've never seen Big. I I know, but in the 80s, it was like the movie to watch. I mean, literally, that movie clip of Tom Hanks on the keyboard in F.A. or Well, I mean, it's on the box. It was literally in like every movie after that, too, though. Like you
0: know what also was after? That
1: scene was repeated again and again. Well, you know what was also after this? Iconic. What?
0: Turner and Hooch. Him and that dog movie. Yeah. (sighs) I haven't seen that. Joe versus the volcano was after that. Then you have A League of Their Own, Sleepless in Seattle, Sleepless in Seattle. (laughs) Why was that hard? You have I think his first Oscar movie that he did, which was Philadelphia. Yeah. And then Forrest Gump with
1: Denzel. I'm
0: surprised I don't own that movie. I love Denzel. I'm very surprised I don't own that because I love.
1: He's good at everything.
0: Denzel and Tom Hanks. I mean, that's enough for me.
1: Favorite Denzel movie is either Remember the Titans or Training Day.
0: You mean not Fences?
1: No. <laughs> have, <do you? laughs> oh my
0: gosh. Did, did you ever? Did, yeah. Did you saw that movie? <laughs> yeah. I have not seen that movie.
1: Oh. I gosh. somehow
0: missed that train. You forgot John Q.
1: I'm talking about my personal favorite movies are those two. Uh, it's a tie. I have
0: a three-way tie. I have a three-way tie. Real. The Book of Eli which I love everything about that movie. Okay. He just plays a blind man in like a post-apocalyptic neo-western and he's like a he's like a nomad or whatever. Actually, Four American Gangster. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. John Q. <laughs> And the hurricane. Now I love all those other movies you mentioned too. Oh wait, and Glory. Okay. Like, and Malcolm X, because I actually did like Malcolm X.
1: Okay, now you're getting just like out of control. Well I here. forgot I said so many good movies. Out
0: of control. I do want to see Unstoppable, which is about a runaway train with him in it, but...
1: Back to the numbers! Back to the numbers!
0: Well, we finished the numbers! We
1: finished the numbers! We have finished
0: Thanksgiving!
1: We have finished Thanksgiving!
0: Oh, man. This one was... I think this one was the hardest out of all Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. Well, and it was our last one, too, and... Yeah. And it was one that I've never seen before, so that made it a little harder for me because I only got one take of it before I had to digest all of it. Um, but he,
0: we did enjoy our classic Tom Hanks movies that are our go-to, and I, I had a good, I had was, a, good month. a good. It was a good
1: Thanksgiving. M- um, We're wait, wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving yes, this year, of course.
0: Absolutely, we hope you uh, enjoy. enjoy- Spend time with your loved ones. Safe travels.
1: And remember, you can email us with your requests for bad Christmas movies. We are still deciding because we have received quite a few emails already on Fluxology Podcast at gmail.com.
0: I think you've also gotten some direct messages on Instagram for them, too, haven't you?
1: Yes, on Instagram. So if anybody else, we're just like tallying those up to see what movies we should do. So if anybody has any more suggestions, get us into it. And then on Saturday, we'll be releasing...
0: Our schedule. Our
1: schedule for December, so you guys can follow along. And uh, we've been getting a couple of like Hulu bad Christmas movies and Netflix bad Christmas movies. I think there was one HBO as well. Uh, no, no, um, no. That one
0: was Deck the Halls, which came out in the theaters.
1: Let me tell you what. One of them that we got, I tried to watch this morning, and... It was so bad. It was hilariously bad, but it was so bad I couldn't even get through it. Yeah, I think we might. Do, um, I
0: think we might do one Hulu bad Christmas movie this year.
1: Yeah, so we kind of really want to do. Uh, it's gonna be a tough one, guys. We'll have to let you know yeah. in our next December. So look, uh, look out for the video on Saturday, and like I said, email us or message us on Instagram. Follow us um, for all the releases coming out, and we'll try and share the ABC Family Christmas. Yeah, thon they just list. Re- they, they just, just released it,
0: and they just released a Christmas movie list too for Netflix and Hulu as well, and all the other streaming platforms. Which I will try to give that to you so you can um, post it later. Yeah, I know you hand, you know you We will that. try
1: and post that for you guys.
0: Um, as, <laughs> as far as the Twitter has is concerned. I have been very behind on that.
1: <laughs> we'll get to that. It has soon. literally
0: become a running gag on this thing. Yeah. Um I will work on it when I can work on it. If it doesn't happen, I'm sorry, but you know, we have Instagram, you can follow us on that. Yep. Um
1: Until Saturday, we hope you guys enjoy your holiday and again be safe.
0: Yeah, until um, this has been Flixology. I am your host John and April. Take it easy.